Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Hannah. And together we're single, fat and 40. Uh, we're back. With the second part of part the Ick de? Factor. <laughs> Hot shots. <laughs> uh, yeah, so obviously last week uh, we let you know that we we went on a bit. So we had to divide it into two episodes. If you Lucky haven't things. listened to it, if you haven't listened to part one, maybe go back. Yeah, this is part two. So you can two. understand all the many tangents that we go on. Yeah, the subtle nuances of the ick <laughs> need to be explored and explained before you chew on the quality content that is part two. Uh, exactly. Of the ick uh, so, anyway, uh, enjoy part two. Sarah, but here's the thing I, when I think about the olden days and I don't know when this was the 80s <laughs> <laughs> you know like before the internet and internet dating really yeah. became a phenomenon and it is a phenomenon and the, the apps that we have nowadays have changed the way that we interact and yeah. are and the way that we experience dating and intimacy forever um if you lived in like a small town yeah and you went to the local pub and you were of a certain age yeah this is how I imagine it was. I don't know. There would have been like a handful of people that were also in that age group, maybe in that yeah. same town. And that was your lot. Yeah. And if they had two arms and two legs <laughs> and a head, right. And you, a bit of a, you didn't hate each other. Then yeah. the chances are you get married and you would go to work and you'd have kids and be together like 40, 50 years. That was yeah. it, right? Yeah. Why yeah, are we can... why are we still trying to pursue that mm. and maintain that when people can go now on a dating app and be, be like Serena from Spain quite wants <laughs> to say has poked you or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Or like, yeah, I yeah. could literally go on Tinder and open it up to the world. And if if yeah. I got into a, a, a spicy conversation with someone, I'd get on an airplane. I'm what I'm 100 percent that bitch. <laughs> but again, is that playing into because I think a lot of people use dating apps these days as kind of boredom busters because mm. when I talk to I've got some friends who have been single when dating apps became a thing mm. and they said it was really different back in the beginning and like, people I guess were using it for what it was designed for which was to date so yeah. you could actually match with people and have conversations whereas now I mean, I get nothing, but there's a lot of boredom busting, uh, I think, on when you're bored of an evening or hungover on a Sunday. Mm. I'll, I'll have a quick look on Tinder or Bumble, mm. but maybe your intention isn't really because you're there to date. I think most people just can't be asked. I'm just wondering, though, if you like. If you had a scenario now where like it was. I went out to the pub tonight and it was like it used to be. And there was like five lads there that were going to be like the five, only five lads I was ever going to really have available <laughs> to me. Right. Yeah. Would I just pick one? Right. And this is what I'm saying about the patience. Yeah. Back to the ick and knowing full well that the ick will happen, knowing full well that sometimes you have to invest in a relationship and work on a relationship and allow each other to grow together over time. Would that, be a scenario that could be more successful or make me more happy 
than swiping for through hundreds of people in any one evening and being yeah. incredibly discontent and restless and perennially in pursuit of I don't know fucking what do you know what I mean yeah but I think for the people like you say who before dating apps and could only rely on like you say that going down their local mm. how many of them settled oh yeah and how many of them might well still be together yeah but fucking hate their husband <laughs> oh yeah oh. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, but I just think I, there was a, a lot of expectation to, you know, like you say, meet someone, get married, thing. have kids. I think our generation is lost in that gap where we're going out or like we're going on these apps looking for the same thing that yeah. that generation had. We're like looking for the person to spend the rest of your life with, to maybe get married to and spend like 20, 30 years with. Yeah. But those people did that. Because they only had a couple of people <laughs> available <laughs> in the pub on a Wednesday. Do you know what, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah. it's like, and this is the thing. I don't even want to get into like non-monogamy and polyamory. We will. Yeah. It needs an I'm episode, sure. right? But I just, there's some, I think we are that generation that's caught a little bit in, in our expectation of what love and, and relationship should be like and the pace our lives actually move at and what yeah. it is we actually fucking want or need. And I think we need to figure that out. But that's also as well because we're be, we're being raised by those people. We've been raised by those people. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. we look to them as the example mm-hmm, mm-hmm, of a relationship. Mm-hmm. So we go, well, that's what I should want. Whereas, like, yeah. and I I did that, and obviously it didn't work out. I'm getting divorced. Yeah. Um, and I now have to sit and go, is that what I want going forward? Mm. I like personally, I don't ever want to get married again. I don't think I ever want to live with someone again. Mm. So to a lot of people, they would find that a bit odd. Because mm. why would you want a committed relationship with someone but not live with them and have all that? But then, you know, like you say, we're seeing more things like polyamory come out. So it does make you question what actually would make me happy in a relationship, whether it's being monogamous or a bit more open. Mm. I, I mean this is this is the thing I'm I'm a serial monogamist I know I'm a monogamist I live in fucking Berlin where we are the last of a dying <laughs> breed right it would be it's way more convenient for me to look at and try to adapt my attachment yeah. and my relationship style and I have tried I threw a copy of the ethical slut off my fucking balcony one summer <laughs> you know like uh, and I just I know myself well enough and I know what I'm like yeah. and I I genuinely think that there is something uh very endearing about two people committing to learning and growing together yeah. Um, and forsaking all others is kind of a fucking no-brainer deal breaker for me. And I I I w- it's one of those scenarios again though, where I wish that it was different. <laughs> I I vibe intellectually uh 100% totally get it. Yeah. Um, but I've I've like I've tried and I'm a jealous beast. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's good because you know you, yeah, I know you who know. I am. Yeah, you know who you are, and that when yeah. it comes to relationships, that's not going to work for you. No, it's, not. it's uh, not. But now we're because it is more talked about, and we because mm. you see it a lot on you know dating apps. People. Mate, I, okay. I mean, whether they are or not, that's another question. I wasn't. But... I wasn't going to tell you this, <laughs> but I went. I went back on the apps. Oh, 
um how how's that gone i (laughs) i have deleted the (laughs) app sounds very familiar that was pretty I, uh, much how it goes to me. It seems like a good idea at the time. And then you're like, this is horrible. Well, look, I went, I, I, I went out last, I went out last week with a friend of mine, but it was sort of like, it was on those nights where you go for dinner and go for drinks. And if it was a date, it would be great, but it's not a date because they're your mate sort of thing. Yeah. But it, it yeah. made me realize where I was like, I kind of need more of this in my life. And I, yeah. need to, I need to like, I need to make a concerted effort. Cause like looking forward to that and making an effort and genuinely having like a really good time was kind of like, I, 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 if I want this in my life, I'm going to have to like act, do something. Do something. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I do I'm something. constantly I caught in that. Like right now, I'm not on the apps, and but I would like to meet someone. Mm, and mm. I constantly think I, I should be on the apps because I need to be doing as much as I can. Yeah. But equally, I just can't deal with the apps. So I'm taking the what No, and that's what happened. I, I, went, I went on Hinge. Where obviously on Hinge, have you ever tried Hinge? I have. I get absolutely nothing again. Um, when I was dating men, I would get a lot of older foreign men from London. Yeah, yeah. That's this is, all this, I would this, ever get because anyone can message you. Like anyone yeah. can like you and message you. I felt like I'd been swimming in a cesspool after about. Uh, <laughs> I think I was on there less than a day and I was like I don't really want a platform where just anyone can fucking message me even though that's the thing that yeah. I think that I quite like about Hinge is that it stops all of the swipey yeah. bullshit and if you it's like someone the, you can just message them it's one of the more popular apps I think a lot of people yeah. tend to see it as a more I like I I, I thought I liked it but after being on there I was <laughs> I was like nope. slipping into that place again where I was feeling like the self-esteem goes and the like oh my god is this because I I don't know about you right I'm 37 this year and but when I'm on these apps even when I've got the age bracket set to yeah. my age bracket <laughs> will not fuck you if you're in your 20s by the way it's not happening No I have I've a very on. solid rule that if I could have given birth to you I will not date you or have sex with you I think because I get a lot of the younger yeah. guys yeah and and but here's the thing so mine's 30 to 40 maybe 41 42 these days you know um yeah but so I know what age I've put in but I'm I think there's something wrong with my view and the fact that I'm there <laughs> going I'm looking I'm like these people are all fucking old like this is like these people are like legit grown-ups with like proper jobs and yachts and stuff like they're like and I and I, I can't wrap my head around the fact that this is my dating pool these That's are your like demographic yeah mid like white collar like men that go are accountants and stuff yeah. right and I'm like oh, ick yeah <laughs> ick Ick. Yeah. Ick. And if you do get like the occasional person that's like a little bit rock and roll, you're like, you have quite obviously got a massive like fucking drug and alcohol problem and hate yourself <laughs> and everyone around you. You know? <laughs> and like some of the prompts 
prompts you know on hinge yeah. you get prompts and you have to and it's like i am convinced that some of the stuff that people write <laughs> they do voice note uh now on oh now, don't they? <laughs> yeah it's the creepiest thing it's the i'm sorry i find that incredibly creepy there's an intimacy in listening to someone and like the voice and the tone of their voice and like i think it's a sexy thing to do if you're like chatting with someone on whatsapp to throw like a yeah. voice note in there but not just for the entire world to hear like a, a disembodied kind of like voice and that it's funny because they're all trying to be really sexy <laughs> by speaking like this in their voice note and it's i just <laughs> i just hate it um yeah I one one it. one guy um it was the prompt was i am convinced that and it said sarah i shit you not it said that vaginas are actually papayas and you know when something like perplexes you from it, and you're like, huh? And you, yeah, yeah. You go, well, that stopped me. It did stop me in my track. Stopped you? <laughs> did it make me want to connect with you or talk no. to you ever? Uh, no, I have questions. Um, okay. I always used to find the guys who would spend the whole of their um, dating app bio. Mm. just talking shit about women and everything they don't want and I'd just be like you're very negative yeah 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 <laughs> bye <laughs> the guys that think they're the dude from 50 shades of gray are my oh favorite. my god there's Where so you don't, many of them you, there's so many of them <laughs> you you don't get a photo right because you don't get any no. photos of them you get like a black and gray picture of someone's chiseled torso which is not them yeah and then or a picture a of like picture of some a, yeah. kind of snm exactly picture. and then like a red rose there'll be like a yeah. random red rose a, bit, a picture of like whips and rope yeah. handcuffs and you're like yeah i'm clearly gonna match and message the, the disembodied <laughs> like the headless torso with the 50 shades of gray fantasy hanging out on the dating app it's like um i do feel like there are some men who should have just been banned from ever watching that film i've never I mean, seen one... any of the films i did read the book i did read the book. I, uh, i've seen one film Here's the, here's the excuse because <laughs> I'm into writing and literature I try yeah. I tend to read things that become like a phenomena yeah like so if there's a book that becomes like a global bestseller where a whole bunch of people sat down and, and engage with that I'm gonna want to see what that person had yeah. up their sleeve in terms of kind of style and technique but let's face it with that book <laughs> What they had up their sleeve was a bunch of raunchy fucking sex for a bunch it of was, horny people. <laughs> it came from fan fiction. Is it? Yeah, it, it was. She wrote it as, I think it's Twilight fan fiction. And oh. they obviously changed it. Wow. But yeah, it was fan that fiction. Makes so it makes much a lot of sense, sense, yeah? Doesn't it? That makes yeah. so much sense. But yeah, um, anyway. these men watching that film thinking yeah. this is what women want. This is what women like, want. Yeah. Not all of them. <laughs> not no no also buy me dinner first like I'm yes. sorry like dating for me like a dating app is let's make a connection yeah a very very early days initial yeah. I like there? your face where we could maybe go for a drink and some food and then yes. figure out whether or not we could bump uglies people are trying yeah. to find out right off the bat on an app whether or not you are DTF yeah a bit much and I found as well when when I was trying to date the men, oh, oh, um, <laughs> oh, ick. <laughs> um, 
they're very much um if it, you know what are you here for and you say well you know i'm i'm just looking to date um but yeah my intention is to hopefully find a relationship mm. and they get a bit well 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 and it's like I, it doesn't mean i want a relationship with you but they they think that you're trying to kind of um yeah. pin them down and i'm like yeah i mean we've had you know free messages <laughs> look there's nothing here that makes me want to even go for a drink with you <laughs> i ah oh, this is embarrassing but i'm gonna go there right okay. i was on tinder once a few years ago and i was a bit of a mess uh my foster dog had just been adopted and i just cut my own hair in the mirror with nail scissors and it was really bad and i changed my <laughs> pack of cigarettes even though i tried to quit smoking and it was just a different it was a tough time so i went on tinder and i got in a conversation with someone about like 12 o'clock at night and i was like <laughs> you should just come over here and have sex with me oh god I've never done that before in my entire life. And I can tell you, Sarah, that I won't ever do it again because all that <laughs> happened was this poor man took a taxi to my house and turned up at my door and I opened the door and it was the most cringy, awkward, unsexy moment that anyone has ever had in their entire lives. And he was like, is this your bedroom? And I was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <I'm in. laughs> and I sat, I sat down on the end of my bed, like full body ick i want to die <laughs> but i feel like i've fucking set this whole thing i've up, gone so too I've far now. exactly it was it was like hang on i was like i'm back in my body i'm all right <laughs> who are you like what what is happening but god love him like absolute gentleman uh he was like you all right i was like i'm uh, going through some stuff uh <laughs> I'm really sorry, but I don't think I could do this. And he was oh. like, yeah, he was like, no worries. Cause I feel like if we did it'd kind of be a bit gross now, wouldn't it? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, absolutely dude. Oh, like bless him for being good about it. Yeah. So here's the thing though. I was like, bless him for being good about it. That's oh. amazing. And he left. And then I was like, really um, amazed the idiot fucking Hannah of the, of the day had got herself in that circumstance. <laughs> Thought I'd, I'd been so fortunate that this was clearly a good man. Yeah. That when he messaged me the next day saying like, hey, how are you today? I was like, oh my God, could this be the funniest meet cute ever? You were thinking about the wedding speech, weren't you? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, and he, I invited him around for sex. And then he wouldn't go through with it because I was clearly uncomfortable and the consent was anyway, like the whole story was there. And I was just like, yeah. And he was like, maybe we could get a coffee sometime. And I was like, oh, maybe, yeah so embarrassed like so <laughs> mortifyingly fucking embarrassed like I had a lot of work to do on myself after that evening to yeah. figure out what the fuck I was playing at um and then I got another message from him one evening and it said <laughs> it said I am going to be having sex with this woman and we wondered if you wanted to watch <laughs> Not even join in, just no, watch. Just watch. See, it was almost like the message said, got the impression that you're a bit of a freak. <laughs> <laughs> Not really sure if you're up for it, but if you wanted to. And I was like, yeah, no, thanks, dude. I'm good. So then I like didn't contact him or speak to him again <laughs> until we ended up matching, matching on an app a couple of years later again, right? And the message he sent me, this is all going to come full circle, I promise. Or just fucking edit it out, like whatever. Um, he sent me a message that said, 
Hiya, are you still looking for the love of your life or would you be up for having some fun? And I just, from what you were saying, it's that simple for them, isn't it? Yeah. It's that, it's like you, are you looking for the love of your life or are you just up for having some fun? Like you're either someone that's completely delusional and and like waiting for someone to come and sweep you off your feet or you're a good time girl and you're down for some sex in which case kind of sign me up nothing in between no nothing in between there's there's no um you know for me I'm like I like you say I just want to have a chat with someone and think oh they seem cool they seem like Mm. there could be potential Mm -hmm. and then go out have a date and then maybe chat some more and have another date and maybe another date and whatever happens happens yeah but they they get that panic of like you want to put a ring on it yeah you want to have kids yeah and you want to ruin their life and I'm like no no (laughs) no I don't no I don't oh man that was a that was a strange time so (laughs) anyway this week I deleted hinge and then I downloaded tinder oh how did that go do you know what's weird for me is that when I went back on on these apps I felt like all the same people were still there still there all the same I was like I recognize you I recognize you I recognize you. And I was like, I live in, I live in Berlin, mate. Like I live in a major European (laughs) city. It's bad times when you haven't been on the dating apps for six months and it's a pandemic and no one's got any other way of kind of meeting or doing anything right now. And you go on a huge, I was like, I'm just going to go on Tinder because it will be that there's more people there. Like maybe it just doesn't have the same like user base here. And I was like, I know all you motherfuckers. And the weird thing is, is you get like the first picture and you're like, maybe you're all right. And then you get to the second one and you're like, no, 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 I know no, you're not no. all right. No. <laughs> I remember you. I had it. Like I, I matched with someone and they messaged me and they messaged me with the exact same fucking line that they used for me before. And I recognized, and then I was like, oh, and the pieces fell into place off of that whole shtick I've in the beginning. He would message me and say, do you want to hear a joke? And I'd go, yeah. And he'd tell, tell the joke. And it's a bit like, oh, okay. There's nothing worse <laughs> than someone telling you a joke, is there? Like, like you know, it's a joke. And then it went nowhere because it's not interested. And then several months later, I'd get it again. He messaged me and I don't think I remembered who he was. So, And he said, do you want to hear a joke? And I went, yeah, go on. And it was the same joke. And then he messaged me again. Do you want to hear a joke? And I just said no, because you're going to tell me the same joke about the firemen and the wives and the graveyard. Um, bore off basically. Yeah, I <laughs> I matched with someone once, and I did. I thought they were hot, like pictures wise. I was shallow graves, was having a great time. Um, <laughs> and we were we were like talking, and I'd already decided if this person like asked me out, I'm fully going to meet up with them, right? And then they were like, what's your kind of like top five interests? And I was thinking about it. And they wrote like photography, fashion, brutalist architecture, like sloppy blowjobs. <laughs> Talk about ick, mate. I, and I like, I was like, why are you fucking like this? Like, yeah. I like the look here. I definitely take you out for a drink. We talked about meeting up that night and you just had to drop it into the convo that you're like yeah. a sloppy blowjob just to rate just to rate how fucking into it I would be yeah come straight out the gate with a whole load of filth and I was just like I literally was just like I'm just gonna unmatch you I'm just unmatching you like I'm yeah not, like bleh, disgusting I, I often wonder what goes because that's very common 
for men to do that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I think, do they do it because they think it's funny? And we're going to go, oh, yeah, sloppy no. jobs. The way or I is see it, it that they're just there because they're like, I just want to find someone to. They want to know it's a safe bet. That was it for me. Yeah. He was like, hey, girl, hey, we should meet up. Yeah. And then that was the whole. But I want to make sure that, you know, if we meet up, that my expectation is, is that we're going to have sex because that's oh. what I'm looking for. That's what I was getting from that. I don't know. Yeah. But if you want to know the funny fucking thing? I matched with this motherfucker again. <laughs> I matched with him again. I like to play these games. Not going to deny it. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. London. Uh. So, and he went, what are your top five favorite things? And, and you're I like, went, here we go. I went, photography, fashion, brutalist <laughs> architecture, <laughs> and sloppy blowjobs. And he went, oh, what? You what? Oh, my God, me too. And I was like, oh, fuck, <laughs> like, how fucking dense are you? <laughs> and I literally messaged him and I was like, dude, dude, we've matched really? before. Dude, we've I'm matched before. I'm taking the piss out of you. Yeah. I'm taking the piss out of you. <laughs> You're a terrible human being. Good luck out there. You know, like, oh, I'm fucking believable. But yeah, I've yeah. deleted it again. I've deleted it again. But I did yeah. get an amazing bit of insight okay. before I deleted it, Sarah. Okay, share. Okay, so you know that I said that men who are shorter than me don't want to date me. Yeah. That might be a lie. Oh. Because I matched with someone because I didn't know how tall they were because fuck you tender that you don't make people put their height in a bio. I'm sorry. I just think it wastes everyone's time. Um, so I'd, <laughs> I'd swiped, I swiped on someone um, and they messaged me straight away and they're like, you're taller than me and more emo than me. Sign me up. Oh, good opening line. Right. And I yeah. was like, I was like, because straight away I'm thinking, <laughs> like, oh shit, how much, how much, yeah, how much, and, and I did, I was like, oh shit, I was really hoping that you were going to be a fucking like, yeah, you were going to be very tall, and he went, I'm not very tall, I'm like 5'10", and I was like, dude, and I said to him, I was like, yeah, I was like, I think you'd struggle. <laughs> My friend today said you should just have that as your profile. Like your whole bio should just be you would struggle. But um, <laughs> give him his due. He was like, I don't fucking care. And he was like, I think you're gorgeous. And you should Aww. frankly be like walking around queen of all you survey sort of thing. And then there was like some little My Chemical Romance gif action. And I was yeah. like, oh man. And I, I had a moment where I was like, I'm the cunt. Yeah. I've got this whole story that men are shallow and terrible and awful in the fact that they get emasculated by me so they won't date me if they're shorter than me and here, there's this guy being like I'm yeah. only 5'10 but I would fucking take you to pound town and I'm like <laughs> sorry don't date short men <gasps> I know no, we've, we've got to get over that I never we thought that was, I didn't think that it was me. I honestly thought that I was, it was, it was totally with them and they weren't secure enough and they felt a mask. And I'm like, it's me. It's completely yeah. me. I get self-conscious. I don't like the thought of meeting up with someone and, and dealing with me, my hangups and my yeah. shit about my size. Um, and it's been a real learning curve for me this week of like, wow again we yeah. have to be really wary of the kind of stories that we tell ourselves because this guy yeah. i've really fucked up though i kind of fucked up um, can you go back and try and match with him well look what happened was i messaged him and was like look 
um i'm i'm sorry like we should totally if you're up for it just meet up for some drinks and some food and just hang out you know yeah um and he was like i'd be totally up for that but i just got covid Uh, um and i was like no fair i was like look i am deleting this app though like i literally cannot be here i hate it it's giving me like full ick all day long and the fact it's even on my phone makes me uncomfortable (laughs) so i was like here's my number you should totally whatsapp me right and then i deleted the app so you don't know whether he read it and took your number i don't know if he read it and took my number yeah so i'd I'm going to say from how keen he was that he probably would have WhatsApp me by now and he hasn't. So I'm yeah. like, shit, you sent that message and just deleted it, but he hadn't seen it and hadn't seen you. Yeah. <laughs> you need to do a quick re-download, see if you can find him again. So, yeah, I thought about that, but I was like, that's a bit fucking full on though, pal, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Can you imagine if I was like... But then you said you're very all or nothing. So. I am. I was thinking of just going on, putting one photo on and just putting in my bio, swipe right, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> and having a flick through and see if I could match him and be if like... If you can find him again. But can you imagine if I sent him a message being like, I uh, re-upload, I downloaded Tinder again, create just a bio. To find you. Just to find you. Here's my number. And he's like, yeah, I had your number. I just didn't, I just hadn't texted you. Just didn't text you. <laughs> a classic. An absolute uh, classic. Wow. I, I think this will need an update. Over the next I, few no, weeks. I don't. No, there won't be an update. The update is going to <laughs> oh. be. I I download the apps once every six months. Usually meet someone, <laughs> shag them, hate it. Don't go back on the apps for six months. And now we've got a new routine of don't go on the apps for six months. Download them, hate them, don't get any action, and go straight back to <laughs> that to is how it was exactly before. what it happens to me. Oh. <laughs> do we need? Do we maybe need to formulate a plan here? I I, I need. I I literally don't know what else to do well look it's this um, is the, it's hard with covid because i'm like <laughs> i'm almost at the point for the podcast because initially i told myself the only reason i'm downloading the apps is content right it's for the podcast yeah it wasn't it's because i want to get laid um <laughs> and i ugh, do i <laughs> like <laughs> no I, again I, I like i think i just need someone to stroke my hair and tell me it's going to be okay um <laughs> so sad um I was going to be like we sh- we could issue each other challenges right we could do and okay report back but isn't it hard with covid because like it is hard I can't go speed dating right now I'd be wearing a mask for one like I can't see half your face could could you find uh, an online one there's a lot of online, online. ones is there, there? yeah I quite like the idea of that yeah because in only- covid they went online and they are oh, more than likely they will still be doing them online uh, yeah like a, a berlin expat online speed dating zoom yeah yeah and they they do it and they put you into a little room with someone for however long no sorry, and then I'm no i'm out already that's way too much you know with that that's kind of way, too, way too much and then intimacy for me. have you ever have you ever been speed dating <laughs> no i haven't no i have before obviously covid and it Bef- was in one the of before the time funniest nights of my life this is obviously, what i'm saying Obviously, didn't um, you know meet anyone? We did make a friend. We yeah. sort of hijacked a, a man, yeah. Dean. If you listen, yeah, hiya, hi, love you, hi, hi Dean. Um, and yeah, we we got me and me and Sonia got really drunk, and he started chatting with us once it had finished. And then it was like, come on, let's go out. And he like <laughs> we just took him around to Southampton. I love that. And that was it. And then he's just sort of our friend now. 
Um, but yeah, it was it was a good laugh. It was, I didn't come out of it going I've met anyone of any in, interest, but it mm. was a, it was good fun. Dean from Speed Dating. With dating, I I honestly don't know what what to do anymore. Because <laughs> we could like this is, if it wasn't COVID, I'd have issued the challenge of like right, Sarah, we're both going speed dating this week, and we'll talk about right. it on the, on the podcast. But like I, yeah. I, I I'm not doing it in COVID like. COVID time like we've got 2g plus rules here again in Berlin at the moment like you have okay to, you have to have a double shot and a test or you have to have a double shot and a booster to even go in anywhere but obviously we support right. that I we also support Austria being the first <clears throat> country to mandate vaccines today um, oh, have they? I personally think that that is amazing and if the all governments had followed suit months ago we wouldn't be in this situation now um yeah you know, you know how I feel about that topic yeah I, I won't, I won't <laughs> kick are, off we're very pro-vaccine here yeah yeah we are good i'm glad that you can, you know, I, I i when people these days say like uh i think it's important not to make it political i don't yeah. understand that approach anymore no i i agree um, with you you know like <laughs> I, I we're, we're both gobchites so we're just we are like, we are we are uh, um, yeah we're not scared to go there <laughs> No, but it's like with me, like I obviously run my own business and it, a lot of people would say to alienate any large demographic or group of people is damaging for your business. Whereas I think it's way more damaging in 2022 not to fucking stand for something. Sitting on the fence. Yeah. And not letting people know who you are and what like your values and your beliefs are part of what you you do and if people aren't going to be transparent about their values and their beliefs or they're going to try and bullshit you just to get you take your money um then i've again i feel like this episode should be called i've got questions see now i've said it for about 422 times now i've got questions on the topic uh, of ick obviously we've talked a lot about the ick um if people have got their ick things that they still want to share with us we could definitely yeah. read some more of those well, out I mean... next week because they <laughs> slayed me um so you can find us on instagram single fat 40 s-i-n-g-l-e-f-a-t-4-0 um you can send us a dm leave a comment on the ick the ick post <laughs> yeah <laughs> I do love a good ick. <laughs> let's let's ask the question though. Let's leave everyone with this little moment of reflection. Okay. How many times have you stayed despite oh. the ick? Yeah, that's a good one. Because <laughs> I know there's a lot of ick that I refused to acknowledge. Yeah. That I tried to work past, that I tried to drink. <laughs> out of yeah it into attraction turning yeah. it into attraction through drugs and alcohol is something i could <laughs> probably write a book about to be honest <laughs> i remember the first time i i was in a relationship with someone for a fucking year and i remember the first time i saw them and they were like hey girl i was like oh like immediate <laughs> ick like full skin crawl ick right <laughs> A year later. A year la- <laughs> One year later. One like from year later. <laughs> I had questions. <laughs> but yeah, share your icks. We definitely want to hear them. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to love to hear some more icks because those ones I'm absolutely crying, mate. The, the train <laughs> wobble, losing the balance on the train has absolutely ended me. Absolutely fucking ended me. That's so good. That's such a good one. 
Um, I did. I, uh, I, I was I, I was present once when uh, my friend was dating this guy from a band and we all lived in this big shared house and they came back. The, the band were all hanging out, but they were hooking up and everyone knew they were hooking up. Yeah. And he, he would be going into her bedroom and we'd made some food and we sat around and he farted. <laughs> and like people fart like it happens yeah. and it wasn't like he didn't do that like man fart oh, yeah, oh, fucking, like, oh, he went oh sorry like oh you know like it, it just it literally it just crept up on him you know a few beers in sat having some food and obviously it's a bit awkward and everyone's gonna feel yeah. a bit awkward she went ballistic <laughs> she was like what was that oh my god <laughs> you're so disgusting like I can't and he was like are you serious I just farted he's like I know you did we all heard it it was like honestly you'd think you you like the response did not match the crime do you know what I mean and she yeah. went and like shut herself in her bedroom and he was like oh I'm gonna have to go and like talk to her <laughs> and he came back and started like making his little bed on the couch and I was like, what, what's, what's going on? And he went, well, I stunts over. I was like, for a fart. Yeah. He was like, she's, <laughs> I've got to sleep out. She doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't want me in there. She doesn't want to talk to me. She doesn't want to look at me. And I was like, wow. <laughs> like, wow. I, I, I like, I get it, but she got yeah. the ick in that moment. I've witnessed it so hardcore that she she just she just couldn't get past it she could never get over it it was like a full ick moment wow that's and that's like a normal human bodily function yeah we you say that though but how inappropriate <laughs> is it like let's face it I felt sorry for the dude in the moment but let's talk about this how much many times have you made yourself physically ill by spending a weekend in someone's apartment or house and not knowing that you cannot fart. Or yeah, shit. that's true. That's, that's a true. thing. That's a yeah. thing. I, that is a thing. I have laid in a, in bed in the fetal position in agony. <laughs> I think I've even feigned panic attacks to cover for what was happening in my body in the fact that I couldn't release a fart and I couldn't admit it. People are going, are you all right? I'm like, yeah, I've just yeah. got this... <laughs> Oh, I've just got, I'm just, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm waiting for it to like get back inside me because it cannot in that 24 hour, 48 hour time period, pooping in, in a person's house. Can't, can't ruin the illusion. Exactly. But let's, yeah. would you, would you today as the person you are now, if you met someone and you were like falling into each other and the intimacy's there and you're like, you know, in bed together, would, would you comfortably get up and go? and take a shit in their house no no I, honestly I wouldn't know couldn't do it I would I would still try to like hide it I have met someone on a Friday night and I've stayed there on the Saturday night and I've done a really lovely Sunday afternoon and I've run to my house <laughs> on a Monday morning I have gotten on the train and legged it up the stairs <laughs> and it's it's bad mate it's really bad but can you can you I just when are we going to get to a point in our adult lives because surely at this point in our lives we should be able to say sorry I'm just going to go and use the bathroom and yeah have a dump and then and know that, that we are a person it. who poos <laughs> very true uh, but we, I've, we, uh, I've got so... enough, I've got <laughs> 
It's just sort of something really funny that happened to me recently. <laughs> it doesn't involve poo. You'll be relieved to know. I do have a story about a time that I pooed myself on a date. <laughs> <laughs> I was very, very drunk. Um, um, I Do you want to hear about something I did recently that's super cringe? Sure. Not sure this should ever. I don't. I'm not sure this one should see the light of day. But I'm going to tell you about it. (laughs) So, I uh, when we talk about you know intimacy and human bodies and hygiene and the fact that we poop, right? Yeah. I'm really funny about having like clean underwear on. Obviously, yeah. Not like disaster zone. No. (laughs) Like type (laughs) situations happening, but like a clean and fresh. Yeah. area you know what I mean like if you yeah if you, I know you, you mean. you've been out like imagine like you went out for you dinner. need to freshen up yeah you've been out look like you could have been out for five or six hours and you like you know I think that when you know it's on they're like sitting uncomfortably in the living room yeah. you know or, or like if you don't fall through the door and it's it, you're into it immediately but there's like a little bit of like I'm just gonna go and freshen up yeah I'm just gonna go to the bathroom I'm just gonna put into something more comfortable <laughs> right when you get a slip into something more comfortable, you're usually having a festival shower with a face wipe, right? Come on, tell yeah. me I'm not the only one. I just want to no, know. No, you're not the, not only, the one. only one. A bloody right? baby wipe. Exactly. Just like, you know, <laughs> a little bit of whiff and fresh right the way through is is like it's it's respectful to your partner, I think. Yeah. I think it's a, yeah, you like, okay. And I want to feel comfortable and confident heading into a that situation. So that's why I do it. But I will, yeah, I love to have, if you're going to be taking them off me, I want a fresh pair of underwear on, right? Yeah. So recently, I, I say recently, it wasn't that fucking recent. I, uh, I was in a situation where I bought a gentleman home and it was, there was maybe some sex on the cards. And so I, uh, quick as lightning, whipped a pair of underwear off of the <laughs> era. <laughs> Um, when he wasn't looking. And I think I had also got some hideous saggy pair of pants on because I had gone out not <laughs> assuming that my luck was going to be in. No. You, know, it's one that, you know, when you were underprepared. Yes. Uh, so I sort of was like, I just took through and I shoved it in like the, my pocket. And I was like, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. And, <laughs> and um, I I was like, right, good. Put some, put this fresh pair of underwear on. And then I was like, what am I going to do with the old pair? Right, because yeah. I don't have Can't a laundry basket. Yeah, no, I don't leave them on the floor. The right, yeah. I don't have a like. I could have put them in the bin, but if he weren't gone to put something in the bin, would it be a bit weird that was underwear in my bed? I'm also trying to like time is of the essence here. You know, he might sober up. I've got to like hurry things along a little bit. Um, <laughs> so I uh, lush do this promotion, the cosmetics company, where yeah. if you if you take back five of their black pots you get a free fresh face mask. So I saved the pots. So I was like, right. oh, this, I was like, this is fucking perfect. I will just bundle up this underwear and put it in one of these black pots, put it back where it was. Bob's your uncle. Uh, game on. Fresh underwear. Nobody's any the wiser, right? Yeah. This is fine. <laughs> Until you are stood at the counter in lush. <laughs> like... No, and you've taken your black pots back to Lush, and the woman has <laughs> taken the lids off of all the pots to check that they're clean. And she just holds up your black thong 
and goes, is this yours? <laughs> You're like, yes. And I went, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then it all comes flooding back. I went, I'm so so sorry imagine being someone that works in retail right and someone and someone can you imagine she's gonna tell that story for yeah. the rest of her life well I worked at what Lush once and this fucking dirty bitch right this fucking woman came in and gave me a bag full of pots and one of her worn thongs was just balled up in there and I I yeah. just went I went I was like yeah sorry about that I uh, I use them when I travel <laughs> that's a quiet bit them. on the spot yeah yeah because I, yeah. I I went I'm so sorry I was like, I'm really really sorry I literally will never come back here again I had no idea that was in there I was like I use them when I travel so you know I was just making the anyway and I take it back off her and I went outside and I was <laughs> dying dying <laughs> dying because I used to work at Lush as well like, oh, and right. so like I know full well that the day someone came in with a pair of their pants in a in a talk. in a pot was gonna be the talk of the fucking town in fact I would have got yeah. up a, a manager's meeting with a microphone and been like I want to tell you about this Guess one time what I happened. Had to... like even if <laughs> even if she'd not taken the lid off and found it and I had never had to know about it. It would be a better scenario, and they could they they'd have, maybe they'd have realised later on that it was me. But to actually stand in the store with someone surrounded by all of their colleagues, with her just holding this pair of pants, <laughs> I've yeah. So that's I don't. I just felt the need to to tell you that. I love that. Um, that's probably got to be one of the most embarrassing things that has ever happened to me, and that was yeah, quite recently. That's so. not a good one. I've never gone back. I literally, will never go back to that shop ever again. Because I, the, the other issue I've got is I'm not exactly like a forgettable person. Do you know no. what I mean? No. So you know, have like to always make sure that she wasn't working. I'm just never going there again. We've got more than one lush in Berlin, luckily. Uh, so if you're listening, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. That's the truth of, of yeah. how it is that my underwear came to be in that pot. I didn't deliberately make you touch my pants. I'm not some weird, <laughs> creepy fetishist. Um, I'm just an idiot. <laughs> it, it might, weeks have gone by, mate. Months. Totally forgot about it. So they were really... Yeah. 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 <laughs> Luckily, it was lush, though. Do you know what I mean? I think they were overpowered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can yeah. barely breathe in a lush. Yeah. <laughs> no one would have noticed. You weren't going to want to recycle <laughs> that pot, though, I'll tell you. It was like... <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if they're like, we're going to have to bin it. <laughs> yeah, the hazmat bag, biohazard. <laughs> so embarrassing. Anyway, yeah, that's, that's, that's me. That's what I'm like. That's who I am. We wouldn't have you any other way. Thank you, mate. Maybe this is a good opportunity for us to ask people for their uh, cringy and embarrassing stories. Yeah, we'd love anything like that. And the cringe, that's by, like, mate, that's by no means the cringiest, <laughs> cringiest thing that I've ever done. Well, we we um, can share over many episodes. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to, I think we could do an episode which is just the most embarrassing, people's most embarrassing moments. Yeah. Uh, anonymous, get it off your chest. Tell us yeah, about yeah. it. Let, let us know. Talk, talk to your Auntie Sarah and Auntie Hannah. Auntie Sarah and Auntie Hannah. Your, your cool aunt. Sarah and Hannah. We will judge you and we will laugh at you. 
but we won't say your name. We won't say your name. No. Um, maybe we should do an agony on episode. We could do. I, I think, think between us, we could give some pretty solid advice. Yeah, advice that neither of us would follow ourselves, which is the best kind of advice to give. Exactly. Advice. Yeah. So maybe um, we need to start a little section of like agony on. Yeah. We could do one every week, maybe. Yeah. If you've got a problem or a dialect, just something you're like, I need some advice. Need some insight. Send here. it in. DM yeah. us. Yeah. We will tell you to dump him, hun. It's always going to be that. Yeah. <laughs> like literally. <laughs> Hi, my name's Sunday. I have a boy. Dump him. <laughs> just dump him. <laughs> Hi, I'm in this relationship. <laughs> dump them. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just looking for that encouragement to, get you to do it send it into us and we will tell you to dump them yeah if you're if you're listening to this podcast at a time where you need a sign maybe you need sign. a sign you've been we thinking about it gladly be the sign this is the sign you heard it here first dump them it's dump over him. yeah <laughs> if they're making you question your sanity if you're feeling bad about yourself if you're wondering why it is you are a shell of your uh, former glory dump them do dump it them. quickly <laughs> mate do you do you obviously this time of year uh a little bit cold a little bit miserable do you do you see your friends out there being a bit quicker to settle than maybe they would have been before yeah I think there's definitely uh, uh what I found very weird for me I've seen a lot of my friends over this last year or just people I know who have come out of very long-term relationships, you know, and marriages, mm. and have sort of almost immediately met people. And I'm like, good for you. Like, that's yeah. good. But I don't understand how you're doing it. Mm. Because it, all they... it does. But that's my insecurity because it just makes me go, well, what's wrong with me? Uh, yeah, but are they going for more of the same? Are they like literally, or they are they doing like a bit of out of the frying pan into the fire? Like, because it is maybe, amazing I mean, how people will perpetuate yeah. certain patterns. Like, I like to the will... point where like you're on Facebook and you go, "Oh, who's that? Who are they with?" And you didn't even know that they'd broken up, <laughs> but they've now got a new partner, and you're like, "You are married," yeah, and yeah. you're like, "Oh." And I'm just, I mean, I'd love them to just give me a tip, some tip. If you've got dating advice for me, bloody no, hell, well, I need look, it. Look, I'm gonna, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm going to say this. I do think, though, that a lot of people will Tarzan, right? As in they don't know yeah. how to leave a relationship without getting in another one. Like they like to have something yeah, lined can't up. Yeah, be I, by themselves. No, I used to do it, did it a lot. You know, I'd, I'd want to go, but I wouldn't. And then if someone was giving me the come on heavy enough that I thought You'd it was just a jump safe bet, I'd just and it would get very you, you tend to like it gets quite serious quite quickly because it's almost like how you justify having completely busted yeah. the other person <laughs> <laughs> but you know love. exactly and I think this is the difficult thing and I'm not saying that everyone is doing this but when I see that happen I, I think like people are just perpetuating the same patterns and the same behaviors yeah. like they end up with the same kind of person the same kind of expectations the same disappointments the re- relationship runs its course in a very similar way and then instead of being like, let me pause and see what I learned from that and how it is I may want to grow, they just do the same fucking thing again. Yeah. I mean, I, I, hate I, for, I don't want to do them. that. Yeah. I hate for them that, you know, it all works out for them. But of course, of course. You, there is an element of like, that was very quick. No, I'm going to say it though, but it won't. 
It won't unless unless people can go through relationships and learn about who they are and and grow yeah. from that and think about what it is they really want and work towards that. It isn't going to work out. And I see no, it happen all the fucking time. People are like, if I'm really honest with myself, this is actually what I want in my life. Yeah, I'm going after this. I do it myself, right? Actually, yeah. what I'd like is someone who's emotionally available and attentive and can hold space for me and can meet me. And I'm like, what am I doing? Chasing the next fucking emotionally unavailable, like, it's same kind of person I always go for. And, yeah. and it's that whole thing. It's doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Yeah, I mean, I've been single for three, just over three years now. And I, I had to... I had to kind of go, I'm looking for, like you say, like I need, I want someone who's, you know, can communicate and, you know, has some a bit of awareness about themselves, but I've also got to be that person too. Mm. I can't mm. expect someone to bring all the goods and not have any to bring no, myself. No, but this is, this is, this is what I'm saying. It's very yeah. easy to be like, and I understand the impact it has on your self-esteem. I'm there myself at the moment like five, I've been on my own for five years being on your own through a pandemic is a whole another kind of experience you know um but I'd still much rather be where I am at with the awareness that I have of who I am and what it is that I would actually want or find desirable in a potential partner than be someone that is just blindsiding themselves being in the delusion like the, when you meet someone and you give them a whole bunch of attributes that they don't actually <laughs> have yeah you are just going to have a bad time. Yeah. You are. But well, we'll see by the end of next year, we'll see how many of them are still together. We should, do you want, should we do a sweepstake? Should we do a sweepstake? <laughs> <laughs> if any of them listen to us, they're like, are they, is she talking about me? What a little bitch. <laughs> She's talking about me. I'm, I'm very fucking happy. I'm happy. He's the love of, he's the love of my life. He's the love of my life. Nah, I don't know. Like I said, I don't want to slip into the territory of getting sort of like old and bitter and, you know, resentful. And I, but I, and I'm not there, but I, I get frustrated with friends of mine. They're yeah. like, look, I, this is what I want. And then they're like, I'm dating this person. And they have none of the qualities of what it is that I've told you <laughs> on numerous occasions I'm actually looking for. And then they go, oh, it didn't really work out. And I can't figure out why. And I'm like, oh, are you fucking serious? You know? <laughs> but we have to, we have to learn through doing. But that's why when I, yeah. I know, this is why I deleted the apps again. If I meet someone and I there's a certain kind of attraction and a certain kind of energy, I know I can do it, but I also know where it ends. And so it's up to yeah. me now whether or not I can do that and just do it for fun. You know, as long as I'm doing it with awareness is what I'm saying. If I do yeah. it with awareness, it's no problem. But I think there are a lot of people dating and trying to figure out who they are without any fucking awareness of, of what it is they really want. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I, I'm not just, trying to get up I on think, my high horse. No, a lot of people think that uh, finding someone to be in a relationship sort of somehow will fix everything. Everything oh. will just be okay when I'm in a relationship. And yeah. it's like, no, 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 no. I mean, I, <laughs> this is such a cliche and you don't need us to tell you this, but no one is coming to save you. Nope. <laughs> no one is going to fix you. The only person that is going to save you or fix you or elevate your life, darling, is you. 100%. Oh, kills me. Uh, as usual, you can find us over on Instagram at singlefat40. S-I-N-G-L-E-F-A-T-4-0. And it would be 
awesome if you could rate, review, and subscribe on either Spotify, Apple, or where it is that you are listening to this podcast. And as usual, we will see you next Tuesday. Thank you.